catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning, August 31st. I'm Ezra Sheffield, and this is The Point from WUFT News. For many, access to health care and health insurance is an important and basic need. But stories of people having to take on serious medical debt is common across the country and in Florida. CEO of the Florida Policy Institute, Sadaf Knight, says the problem is even worse in central Florida. There is between $900 and $1,100 of medical debt and collections owed in central Florida. That is compared to a statewide average of $915 and a nationwide average of $678. For a family of four with two kids in Orange County, a health insurance policy through the Affordable Care Act could cost between $1,000 and $2,000. WMFE's Talia Blake spoke with Knight about why central Florida is so affected, and I caught up with Talia to learn more. Obviously, the cost of medical care and health insurance is high across the state. But why are Central Floridians so much more affected by it? Almost like half of the adults that don't have health insurance work in some type of service industry, a lot of like essential jobs. So those are people like cashiers, cooks, waitresses, bartenders. A lot of times those jobs don't automatically come with health insurance. And because of that, a lot of people working in those industries in Central Florida the medical debt can be a little bit higher here compared to the rest of the state. So when we talk about these hospitality and service jobs, are we seeing a lack of coverage for those people because of low wages and so they're not able to use the Affordable Care Act to find coverage? Or is it a matter of a part-time position and not having access to health insurance through those employers? Or is it a combination of both? You know, I think it could really be both. I think it can. I think those kind of go hand in hand. I mean, if you're part time, you're probably not making the most at that job. But yeah, I think it can go hand in hand. It's part income and part, you know, a lot of these positions aren't offering great health benefits. Does that increased medical debt have any effects for the rest of Central Floridians, even if they are insured? There's like this hidden tax of about $2,000 in increased insurance premiums because of all that care that goes uncompensated. So when they call one person and if they don't have the time to pay, then that falls on your neighbor to pick up that extra cost and that extra burden because somebody's got to pay for it. So in your conversation with Sadaf Knight, were there any other options or solutions that you guys talked about? Say you're a service industry employee you aren't able to afford the cheapest plan in the Affordable Care Act, and your employer isn't offering you any health insurance because maybe you're part-time or something else, what else can Floridians look towards, if anything, to find affordable health coverage? We talked about, you know, Medicaid, which is one of those government medical health care options, but The rules for Medicaid in Florida is so restrictive that a lot of people are in this coverage gap. You you don't qualify for Medicaid, but at the same time, you can't get health insurance through your employer. And what just happens is you're just left with no options. So it's really on our lawmakers and our legislators to, you know, do something about the cost of health care. So what is the likelihood that Florida lawmakers will do something about this coverage gap? problem. Florida is one of 12 states that have not expanded Medicaid, so it's kind of up in the air right now. It's hard to say if it's it's something that's ever going to happen. 
That was WMFE's Talia Blake talking about why medical debt is higher on average in Central Florida when compared to the rest of the state and nation. Now let's get you caught up on today's top stories from around the state. Three 14-year-olds are facing multiple criminal charges after causing an estimated $100,000 in damages to the now-closed Jenkins Middle School building and campus in Palatka. The damage caused by them included several shattered windows, damaged toilets, overflowing sinks, broken security cameras, and 17 discharged fire extinguishers. According to the release from the Putnam County's Sheriff's Office, security cameras were able to catch the destruction and the teens before being destroyed. The teenagers have been charged with first-degree felony burglary with more than $1,000 in damages, third-degree felony criminal mischief, and third-degree preventing or obstructing extinguishment of a fire by interfering with fire extinguishers. Alachua County officials are correcting an earlier claim that new flooding prevention pumps were not running during heavy rainfall over the weekend. Several neighborhoods experienced flooding due to above-average rainfall over a 36-hour period this weekend, including legacy flooding zones such as the Hills of Santa Fe, Robin Lane, and Tower Lane. According to public officials, a pump located in Santa Fe was turned on Thursday night, and a second pump was turned on Sunday prior to the storm, but they were not able to fully prevent the flooding. This was the first test of the new pumps and system, and improvements are being made, including having the pumps activate automatically when water reaches a certain level. Florida's first tool time sales tax holiday will start this Labor Day weekend. The seven-day holiday will remove sales tax on tools and other home repair and construction items through September 9th. The tool time name is loosely based off the 1990s sitcom Home Improvement. Scott Shalley is the president of the Florida Retail Federation and says the tax break is coming at the perfect time. It's just to give a boost to our skilled workers. They obviously do a great deal for Floridians and uh, the legislature and the governor had a lot of insight to say, let's give them a break. And around Labor Day here, I think it's a great time, particularly with the inflationary pressures that we're seeing right now. This holiday was a part of the tax package signed back in May that also included the tax holiday prior to hurricane season on hurricane preparedness supplies, as well as the tax holiday around July 4th. It also includes a suspension of state gasoline taxes through the month of October. Some items that will be tax-exempt during the holiday include work gloves that are $25 or less, hand tools, LED flashlights, safety glasses, and duffel bags under $50, toolboxes under $75, and work boots under $175. For more information regarding the tax holiday and a full list of tax-exempt items, visit floridarevenue.com slash tooltime. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. For more local and state stories like these, including coverage of the scrubbed Artemis 1 launch and water quality problems affecting the state, visit WUFT.org. Or follow us on our social media at WUFT News on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm Ezra Sheffield, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a wonderful Wednesday.